afternoon. Happy Saturday, ladies, and welcome to another Rhema Word for Women, brought to you by Rhema Women's Center. I'm Serene Dumas-Lee, the founder of Rhema Women's Center and your host on today. I hope y'all had an amazing week. I hope it was set with fire from the Holy Ghost. I hope you made some changes and some differences, and you, as we talked about last week, you jumped in and got some stuff started. I'm so excited on today, Lord God, uh, you guys. I have an amazing friend, uh, a spiritual sister. I call her a juggernaut, a prayer warrior here on today with me. I'm so excited to have her here, Dr. Lakeisha Osborne. Keisha is from New Jersey, y'all. She is a conference speaker, a preacher, a mentor, an entrepreneur, the owner of a Christian Montessori school. Y'all give it up for the doctor, right? Christian Montessori School. She also um, is the CEO of Worthy Ministry Internationals and Thy Woman of Royalty Ministries. And look, and this is when you took, that's that jump in y'all. That's that jump in. She set that goal and went on fire, right? So Worthy, Worthy Girls School of Excellence, Inc., Y'all send y'all daughters to get right. We're going to just put that stamp on it right now that, look, God going to make it virtual too, right? She also has Worthy worthy Wear Boutique, a line of accessories. Y'all, I got her t-shirts. That's my Saturday wear with some cute jeans, sneakers, flip-flops, depends on how I'm feeling, right? But I got my Worthy Girl accessories too. So I just want to um, give a welcome to Dr. Lakeisha Osborne on today. Hey, Keith, thank you for joining me. Hi, hi, Serene. I call her Reen, but I <laughs> Serene. This is this conversation. It's just yes. like sitting in each other's room like we did back in the day. So yes. it's Reen. They need to know all of me, right? So yes, you thank you so me. much for having me on your podcast. This is amazing. Um, I'm just so proud of the work that you are doing, your accomplishments. You are amazing, and it's an honor to be here. Oh, thank you. So thank, thank you for you. having me. Look, glory to God. Glory to God, because you know I'm a hot mess on the low, right? Girl. <laughs> it's nothing but God. So, King, I just want to talk to you because um, sure. what I really honed in on, and, you know, we we distance apart in state, but we still follow each other on Facebook. We still talk on the phone when we can because schedules are so busy, right? But prayer, you have your Saturday morning prayer call. Um, I want to talk about the power of a praying woman. And even before we get off on today, if you can um, shout out that number, you know, maybe the ladies want in the time by the time the show ends. So maybe the ladies want to jump on that line with you and your team and just get some of that fire y'all got going on on Saturday mornings. But I want to talk about the power of a praying woman, right? So we all know being saved is not easy. We, We deal with a lot whether it be man, man or woman. But I think there's just something about the power of a praying woman because women are multifaceted, right? We do households, husbands, families, children, careers, school, ministry. Like, how do you think a woman does all that and still being a praying woman? Like, what do you think makes up the whole genre of that power of a praying woman? That's an excellent question. Let me see how I can best um, answer that question. Um, I think what makes uh, 
Well, you know that it's important to pray. We know that it's important to pray. As being a believer, as being a Christian, that's our language. That's the way we communicate with heaven. And so that's very important. I think that um, if we are not praying as women, how are we, where do we get our strength from? You know, and it's something about having those be still moments along with God. It's something about having that intimacy with God. I think that just really sets the precedence for the day. It actually sustains us. Um, prayer is everything. That's that's the blueprint. That's the foundation that our belief is on. We 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 can't even really um, have our faith be strengthened if we're not praying. So the word of God tells us in James, right? It says that the prayers of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And so I think that's what makes a praying woman so dope, if I can say it that way. Yeah. That, you know, um, that's what makes us so dope is just praying, you know, and I, I think the prayer is what keeps us together. That's able to help us keep the glue of our families, of our communities, of our workplaces, of our ministries is that it's that time with the Lord is no way in the world that we would be able to do it. If we were not in our prayer time in that covenant time with God, and I think that's so important for, a. a anybody, just a Christian, you know, anyone to pray, to have that relationship with the father. But it's something about a praying woman. It's something about a woman that actually just woos the heart of God, you know, and um, a wailing woman, a woman that would tarry and go to war for her family, for her community, for her church, for her workplace, for her business and just covering, you know. So I think that's very important wow. um, to answer your question, um, to for a woman to really have a prayer life. That's very important. I mean, honestly, that's what we draw our strength from. That's what I draw my strength from. Um, all of those things that you uh, mentioned in my bio, I'm, I'm none of that without prayer. Right. Because prayer is where I get my strategy from. Mm -hmm. I don't stop speaking in tongues when you pocket. Okay. The prayer is where I get my strategy from. And let's pause right there, Key, because you said a key word, strategy. Like, God is so strategic. Like, yeah. he's not that God that's just like, willy-nilly, okay, let me just throw that out there. Like, mm -hmm. we were shaped in our mother's womb. We were already planned. He knows the beginning and the end. It's us that got to go through the process. And I like to think that that process is the strategic part. And we may not know it all, but he's strategic. He says, for I know the plans I have for you. Like, that part right there. So you add in that prayer without ceasing. You know what I mean? When you have that prayer without ceasing, when you're in that quiet space, look, let me just go there. You know, I've got the shawl wrapped around you, sweating and everything, tears flowing, all that, right? You got all that going on. But that prayer without ceasing is when you get those downloads. Amen. Those, that strategic prayer, that, that strategic assignment, that strategic move, because, you know, I don't know about you, but I found myself in some situations and it's like, oh, Lord. And the moment I hit the floor, and I'm going to just say it, because sometimes my prayer isn't on my knees. Sometimes it's not, um, you know, that I guess what they say is what it's supposed to be, like prayer on your knees, hands crossed. No, I'm laid out on my floor, prostrate, crying and sniffling. <laughs> sometimes Amen. I'm walking. I could be in the hallways. I could be at my desk at work. I could be in my office at home. Um, I found that I hear the Lord in prayer a lot. I don't know why, running water at my kitchen sink. I'll get a download and it's like, I just take off running. But it's that prayer time. It's that 
that strategicness. And I love that about God because he's so strategic. So when you said strategic, I'm like, oh, wow, that, that, that's it. You know what I mean? Because And that's one thing about, I think, um, there's a scripture. Let me just go back to the scripture that came to mind when, you, when I mentioned that and you're talking. It's sure. Revelation 4. And John is saying in Revelation 4, verse 1, it says, After this, I looked up, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had he first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. So if we are not coming up, how are we getting the vision how can God give us the download, the strategy? Oh. We have to come up. And so a lot of times, you know, we're here in the flesh. We're, we're going into prayer heavy. We got all of the issues. As you said, wife, mother, daughter, you know, entrepreneur, all of these titles. Yeah. And it's one thing about going into the presence of God, like you just, you strip all of that off and you could just be your transparent self with God. You can be serene. I can be Lakeisha. We could just be ourselves. No facades, no mask on, none of that. And we can go to God. But again, God is trying to release strategy and revelation mm. in this day. We cannot be a, a blind church. We cannot be, you know, not knowing what heaven is saying or not in tune with heaven what heaven is doing oh as women we can't afford to not know as women we can't not we, we you know we can't afford not to know our next move with your husband with your job with your ministry with your church with your workplace there's something about coming up coming up in the spirit and so Mm. prayer that's when we come up and god said that he will like he did john he will show us what will take place after this so prayer is everything prayer is everything spending time with god just being still and if you know i actually um was reading um it was in kings when it was talking about elijah and it's blessed me because when elijah was running from jezebel you know he he ran to the cave and when he was in the cave you know um he was you know scared and, and he was in there hiding and he began to pray and he was you know as he was praying he was listening for God's response. He was looking, listening for God to speak. And he said, it wasn't in the rain. It wasn't in the thunder. Mm -hmm. It wasn't in all the loudness. Right, but right. when he said, and he said, he heard God finally speak in a still small voice. And God told him to come out from the cave and come to the mouth of the cave. So then I can speak to you. But come it was a still small voice. Yeah. You know, it wasn't in all the loudness and all of, and sometimes we get so caught up in all of the crazy, all of the hype, even yeah. the Christian, all the shouting, the praising, the speaking in tongue and all of that, and even bringing that into the throne room of God. Mm -hmm. And God is like, dude, I just want to talk to you in my still small voice, but you got to get quiet first. Be still. Yes. Right there, like that, that quiet time. And I had to learn that. I don't know if it came when we came when I got in my 40s, but I can before, you know, I can never sit in a room and just have nothing on. Now I crave that. I crave that that quietness, that 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 moment of silence. Because those are those intimate moments that people might not even think of being intimate, right? So you just sitting at your kitchen table, your living room, your office, wherever you are, with no music, no TV, love your family, but none of them either. <laughs> just quiet. And then when I even say quiet, let's talk about the fact of quieting our minds. Because when we get quiet, 
our minds, I don't know about you, or I could just, let me just be transparent, y'all. Let me talk about me. It takes me like a good 15, 20 minutes just to quiet my mind because exactly. the stuff of the day, you know, mm-hmm. we ain't supposed to worry about tomorrow, but listen, that human side of me, that fleshy side of me, oh, I got to do this. I got to go here. Oh, I need to plan this. Let me make sure that's in that calendar. You know, we get so caught up in the busyness of life and it actually takes away and ceases our silence, our, our quiet time. So and that's what God spoke in the whisper. It was right. in a whisper, God spoke. Right. Sometimes we miss God because we're so busy talking to God, mm. you know, having right. a monologue and not having dialogue. And that's what prayer is, dialogue with God. We need Absolutely. to be still enough to let him speak back to us. Absolutely. So like that, that silence, right? So I kind of want to segue because when I just said about like the clearing out your mind, so... I'm going to just ask you a question, Key, and I'm asking you because this is something that I have been kind of dealing with myself. Like, I see a lot of this mindfulness stuff. Listen, to each his own, I ain't knocking it. But I also feel like when you say mindfulness to me, I think kingdom mindset. Yes. So what would you, how you feel about that? Like, what's your take on the mindfulness, but we don't take out mindfulness and I like the kingdom mindset. Because we're kingdom people, right? We're on yeah. earth, but we're kingdom. So we are kingdom. Mm-hmm. So that kingdom mindset. Give me some elaboration on how you feel about that kingdom mindset. Um, I think when you mentioned kingdom mindset, to me, that's doing away with first religion. Mm. Um, and all of the things that keep people from knowing. It says that in the Bible that our religious ways you know, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, when Jesus spoke to them, he said, your religious ways pretty much keep people from knowing me. And Ooh. I think that um, that's one thing is important to have a kingdom mindset because you have to do away with all of the religiosity that keeps people from knowing Christ. And in this day and age, dealing especially with the future church, Generation X and Generation Z, mm-hmm. we have to really do away with all of the religious jargon all of that that we so much was brought up on that was so church, quote unquote, because they don't want church. These people, the young, the youth today and this the future generation, they want God so much, but they don't want religion because religion keeps people bound. So I think uh, to have a kingdom mindset in essence embodies being Christ-like, being, being a Christ example, having compassion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to have empathy, to 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 love. That's the one thing to be loving again and not being judgmental. We quick a lot of times in the church to turn our nose up at people. They don't look like us. They don't smell like us. They don't have all the religious jargon that we talk or the same language as you know we heard earlier about the language. You know, so again, I think that's really important um, to accept people for who they are to be really Christ-like, to really just love people into the kingdom, um, again, without being judgmental, but help making people be accountable. That's a different story. That's right. totally different. I don't think, you know, again, I think that it's important to make people be accountable mm-hmm. for their actions, of course. You get what I'm saying? Not I, being I passive. Totally and, and, you know, you got to call a thing a thing. I think if God says it what it is, it is. Right. You know, we're not sugarcoating nothing over here. We, you know, if God says sin, it's sin. Right. If God frown upon it, I'm going to frown upon it. Again, but I think just being kingdom minded is really just having that whole um, 
essence and embodying that whole template of what Christ, what he calls us to do is to go out and to make disciples of all men, to get out there and, you know, to get beyond the four walls of the church, really. And to um, just, again, to draw people into the kingdom. I think being kingdom minded, you think about souls on a regular, you think of, you know, you're an ambassador here. So that, that just that whole ambassador representing, you know, the kingdom on foreign soil, that means that we're required to represent Christ everywhere we go. That's kingdom minded to me, having a kingdom mindset. When I show up, Christ shows up. I'm not talking about being arrogant, overly confident, but when we show up, God shows up. We I, we know who we are. We know the the dunamis power that we have. We know the the the, Zeusia, the the authority who we're under and whose authority that is placed on us. And so in that, in the name of Jesus Christ, this is who we're coming in. And again, we have all authority has been given to us to have dominion. You know what I'm saying? While we're here on earth to rule in that that rulership. That's having I think a kingdom mindset. We are kings and queens. We are gods, not God, Lord Jehovah, but we are gods here on earth. Amen. Because we represent our heavenly father. And so being an ambassador here and representing the kingdom, looking like God, talking like God, being his mouthpiece, again, without being, again, no judgmental, Mm -hmm. no partiality, just really demonstrating love. So many people are so broken today. So many people are hurt. And I pray whoever's even listening to this podcast that may be really going through something right now. I just pray that, you know, um, and you've been hurt by the church. And, and I feel to go that way because church hurt is something that's really hard to get over. Yep, absolutely. That, that's something that's really hard to get over. And if you've been hurt by the church, just know that people are fallible. People make mistakes. It was flesh. It was not God. And if you're listening to this podcast and if you are searching for God, I pray that you find your way back into the kingdom of God. Amen. It was not God. And we apologize for what the church has done or has hurt you in any way. But return back to God. Come back. Come back. Look, let's just pause right there because you, you said some key things like mind blown. Girl, I'm about to run around this office and trying to tell you. <laughs> I'm about to take off running. I'm going to have to pause for a second, y'all. But we are the church, right? So that whole kingdom mindset, like you said, is us being the church, going out to evangelize. You know, unfortunately, I feel like that doesn't even go on anymore. And um, based on, look, my teaching back when I was in Jersey, that's all we did. We evangelized and prayed. Yes. (laughs) And I feel like I know because of covid and I know uh, there's been a shift in the way we do things now, but just like you can get on a Zoom meeting, you can get on a, a Zoom meeting to evangelize, to bring some people into the kingdom, to disciple. Nobody disciples, I don't think, um, like the most two back in the day. I'm not talking about beat me with the Bible. I'm talking about teach, break down. You know, I thank God that I had and still do have, but even when I was coming up, when I was in my 20s, trying to figure it out, still wavering on the fence, that I had some great teachers that discipled me, that evangelized, that taught me the, the, the things of the kingdom, the things of God, that my pastor, that um, Pastor Frazier, and it's my pastor's name, he always tells us to find yourself, find yourself in the Bible. God has given us so many examples, so many uh, situations 
that those things just didn't happen back then. They're going on today, if not even on another level. So if you don't have a kingdom mindset, how are you going to know how to deal with this stuff? If you don't know his word, how are you going to know how to maneuver through the the valleys and the hills to get to the mountaintop? So I think that kingdom mindset um, is a lot of really dying to self. It is. And like you and also being teachable. You made that point. And I think that's very important because I think um with today and in, in, in the era that we live in, and especially with social media mm-hmm. and a social media platform, um, even with the Zoom churches, you see a lot of that personally, I see a lot of that element missing. You have a lot of preaching. You have a lot of the antics. You have all of the quotes, you know, all of the feel-good stuff. But again, where are you really teaching or able to disciple so that people can grow and it can, you know, the body can be multiplied? I think that's very important. Um, you know, Pastor Evans, he always teaches about Evans Pierre. My pastor, he always talks about, you know, that multiplication process. And I think that's important because if people are not being discipled, then they're not going to be, we're not going to be able to see the multiplication process in the body. And so we have a lot of stuff that's going on, but it's not kingdom. It's not, you know, we have a lot of, it's it's a lot of entertainment going on in church. You got a lot of theatrics, you got smoke machines, you got dance ministry, and I'm not knocking any of it, you know, what people need to do, you know, but again, how much of that is word? How much of that is actual teaching that's going to fortify you? Because honestly, the warfare that we are in, Yes, ma'am. And the Come church on. being on a ventilator and being on life support. Come on. That's not going to help. Did you just say the church is on a ventilator and life support? Yes. Come on, Keisha. Yes. And that was before yes. COVID. Good, good. Good. Jesus. So we really on one now. And 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 then why do you think the Lord had to actually shut the church down so we can get outside of those four walls? Come on. Other than that, we wasn't going to leave. Right. There you go. There you go. Nobody was coming out because I found that it could be so clicky sometimes. And that's what I, I love about um, kingdom-minded people. You ain't got time for clicks. We got business to handle, you know, spiritual warfare. And I love social media. And I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day. Actually, a couple of people. But I love social media. But it's warfare. So everybody's trying to keep up with the Joneses see what everybody else is doing. And yes, you use it for ministry, you use it for your businesses, you, you, entrepreneur, entrepreneurs are using it for their platforms and things like that. But it is warfare in between these algorithms. Can I just go there? Yes. And we get so caught up. And like, what was it? I talked about it on my show, I think last week or the week before, but prior to my voice going out. I just wanted to shut everything down. Like I was that crazy person. I probably had everything on the desk or the table and just wanted to shoo it to the side, throw everything off. I was done. I was done with social media. I was done with the people, but that's not what God called me to. And, you know, that part right there, that, that social media piece that really given all of yourself, sometimes that could be draining. It can be um, mess with your mind. How you gonna have a kingdom mindset, but you worry about what Shanique with them doing and what they got on their post? I got our little CT. 
pay. Come on. And 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 and, and, and that's so powerful because again, I, not even just with other people doing, but it causes you to get out of your lane. And I think yes. social media, we have our eyes on everybody else's ministry that you not even focus on what God told you to do. He didn't tell you to do it like how so-and-so and so-and-so was doing it. And I never forget God had to deal with me mm-hmm. when I was called to ministry because I'm like, God, I'm not this one and I'm not that one. And he was like, I didn't call, I didn't ask you to be like, no, no, no. I never forget. I had this dream. Mm-hmm. And I actually was in the jail cell mm. and I was watching this television screen. And I was looking at all these powerful women in ministry on this screen mm-hmm. in my pod in jail, sitting in the jail cell. In the jail. Yeah. I and I was like, wow, look how they doing it. Da, 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 da. But in essence, the dream just summed up. God was showing me that I was in bondage because again, that's where my focus was. I mm-hmm. thought I had to be called to be like so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. And God, my little small beginning don't look nothing like that. And Reen, right. you know, you had to talk me off the ledge a few times when Child. we first started. <laughs> we were talking both each other, both, both each other off the so ledge. You already, you, <laughs> let, let me just give y'all a backdrop to our relationship. Sitting at Agape Family Worship Center in Numa Life School of Ministry. Look, of all classes, y'all, we in prayer class. We writing notes. We writing out um, what we want our ministry to look like. <laughs> Uh, the thing, the people we want to do, just big vision. You know, when you think back, when I look back to then, what was that, 2008, nine? And to see where both of us are in 2021, that's nothing but God, because there was some valleys, there was some roadblocks, you know what I mean? Um, You still had to go through some stuff to even get there because we didn't know it all. But I thank God for write the vision, make it plain. And when you think about it, that stuff was written out 2008. We didn't even have Instagram and and Snapchat and all of that. You had Twitter and Facebook. That's all you had back then. And so just, you know, it's it's tough now because again, now with, you know, the pandemic and everybody being on that highway Mm -hmm. and it being inundated with all of these different churches and ministries and everybody taking this tool to, um, they're using, using it to their advantage. Of course to, you know, develop their platform. I think just, you know, it's important to stay focused and true to the vision that God has given you. Stay true to yourself and to the vision that God has given you. It's very important. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that you made a good point right there, you know, that staying close, staying close and staying close to your vision, staying close to your God, staying close to God, and most of all, your position of prayer. You know what I mean? That position of prayer, that connection, that one-on-one, shutting the world out. You know, what I had to start doing was um, literally I'll have, I might go on social media in the morning just because I like to post stuff and you still want to keep the visibility, right? For for what I got going on. But at the same time- yes, Content is very important. I understand. Yes, it you know, is. So, but at the same time, I need to have Sunday, maybe no social media. You know, church, home, family, no social media, or Saturday night, no social media. Like I have times of day and hours. Like, look, you put social media on a schedule, <laughs> like I do everything else. Okay, go on Facebook, make a post, check, you know, because business comes through there too, right? You got to navigate through it, but that stuff comes through there. So just have a, a set time to do those yes. things instead of being, because it can consume you, be on there all day. Yeah. I was one of them on there all day. 
Work ain't done at the office, but I'm on social media. Actually, I had a mentor of mine, actually, uh, just pretty much, you know, just kind of coach on that a little bit just recently. And she was talking about prioritizing your day and really tithing your day, you know, and, and breaking it down in time slots as to where, you know, uh, you talking about prayer. First thing is God. Yep. Tithing that time to God in the morning. If we talking about being still. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, strategy, that should happen first thing in the morning, as probably many of us are doing. But if whoever's listening and you're not, that's so very important. That's vitally important. Mm-hmm. Um, is first thing in the morning, getting in God's face. Because, you know, a lot of times we, throughout the day, we're looking for what's in his hand. God, mm-hmm. I need you. God, I need you to do that. Da, 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 da. He's like, if Ooh, you would have my face, I would have released what was in my hand. But you're looking now for what's in his hand when you should have sold his face. And so I think first thing in the morning, getting in God's face, praying, clarity, strategy, God will align your day. There you go. Just taking that time and giving it to him first. He'll give it back to you. Mm, that's good, Dr. Keisha. That's He'll good. give it back to you. He'll give you that, you know, because the enemy comes immediately and says, I got to do this. You know, your mom, your wife, you got to get the kids to school. You got to get to work. You got this. I got this meeting. I got that. And now being home, you got Zoom meeting after Zoom meeting, conference call after conference call. It can get crazy. But yeah. God is saying, again, we talked about earlier prayer and that still small voice and being still in God's presence. First thing in the morning, clarity, as you said, just being still before God getting clarity from the Lord, getting strategy, getting download, letting them strengthen you, let them just pour into you. That's so important. Cause then when you rise up, you rising up as a lioness, fierce, ready for the day, ready to take on the enemy and whatever he may throw at you because he's going to throw it. Oh yeah. Child slingshot and all what you say. Just getting fortified. Listen, the imps on the side with him, but we ain't going to go there. (laughs) Key, this has been wonderful, wonderful conversation. Girl, I miss you. I miss you too. I can't wait to be connect. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, um, this has been awesome. Yes, I'm I'm just excited that you accepted the invitation and we're going to do more things. You know, I believe in collaboration. I believe in um, collaboration is important. Right. Whatever God says, networking, you know, you can't build by yourself. You You can't. And, And God has never called it to be that way. Right. You know, every joint must supply. So we just get in where we fit in. And then we, you know, we all in our lane, there's enough for everybody to, to you know, to eat. And there's enough on the table for everybody to eat from. It's, it's a banquet. The Lord has enough. Our father has enough for us to pick and choose from and enough for us to eat from. And it's important that we network as sisters. Yes, ma'am. This, this kingdom lady conversation is important. I think it's important for women to come together. Um, again, to, to share in each other's visions, to support one another, whether if you in marketplace ministry, whether if you're an entrepreneur, whether if you're just starting out, wherever you may be, uh, we need one another and right. we need to strengthen one another, to cover one another, to support one another. Right. And I know that's not the topic right now, but I think that's not enough of that um, in the kingdom. I think, yeah. you know, we're not here to compete. We're here to collaborate. Come on. You know, we're not here to compete with one another. There is no competition in the kingdom. Right. Because we all, only thing is, is, is only we're competing is with the enemy. We're trying to fight with him to get souls back. You know, so it, right. it's really, it's the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of darkness. It's no Lakeisha versus Serene. We all playing for the same team. 
Right, that part, that part. You know, and I think that's what needs to be recognized that we all playing for the same team. There's one God and we just all have different calls to how God wants to get the job done. That that's a good point. That's that's and so there's nothing wrong with us collaborating and networking, sharing vision, sharing contacts. Like we we need to really just you know come away from all of that, afraid of you know, um not wanting to support one another, afraid that somebody's ministry is gonna grow larger than yours. God said your gift will make room for you. Right. At the end of the day, it's the Lord that adds increase. Well, and so you're not that- gonna grow as long as you harboring that in your spirit. As women, we got to learn to support each other. Yes, ma'am. I think that's part of that, even that kingdom mindset. You know what I mean? Absolutely. When you got a kingdom Absolutely. mindset, all that stuff's going to flow. Absolutely. Um, but this has been great, Key. Like I said, thank you so much. Thank you. For joining me. And listen, the conversation went, kingdom lady conversation, y'all, in with the way it was supposed to go, because this is Holy Spirit filled, Holy Spirit anointing is on here. You know what I mean? None of us and all of him. We decrease and let him increase. Amen. And I know how I say and do. Um, if you do not know the Lord, you know what I mean? Listen, if you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth that he is Lord, Jesus Christ, you are saved. Relationship is locked and loaded. Let's go. Come into the kingdom. Get things right with him. Let him get your life right and flourish in him. Uh, Key, before we um, end on today, can you give us uh, the information for your prayer call? Sure, I would love to plug it. And I encourage those that are listening. Um, We pray each and every Saturday, that Women of Royalty Ministries, we come each and every Saturday. We've been actually coming together for six years now. Every Mm -hmm. Saturday morning at 8 a.m. And that's Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time via our Zoom platform. Um, the number, um, if you want to call in, because it's eight o'clock in the morning, so we have a lot of ladies calling. They don't want to be on camera, which I understand. The number here um, is one nine two nine That's the calling number. But if you want to go on with the meeting ID, no matter where you are, the meeting ID is 820-2365-6367. Again, the meeting ID for our Saturday morning prayer at 8 a.m. Uh, is 820-2365-6367. And I would love for the ladies to join in. Again, this is where we have a time of intercessory prayer, uh, prophetic impartation. Uh, just God speaks on the call. He, every week he just moves in different ways, honestly, and we just let him have his way. So whether it's a word of knowledge or word of wisdom, if God wants to speak prophetically, if he wants to drop something on us as far as prophetic intercession to pray for, uh, strategy, our nation, our communities, uh, our families, personal prayer requests we take as well. And the website is info at worthymen.org. If you want to send your personal prayer request, you can send it to info at worthymen.org. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Ladies, I'm telling y'all, the prayer call, Dr. Lakeisha Osborne, she's dope, y'all. She is dope. I love my sister to life. I love you. I pray blessings, blessings, blessings upon blessings. You know how we do a quick text or quick phone call. Uh, There's no honor. This is so dope. I'm so proud of you, Serene. This is amazing. Thank you. Glory to God. And I have not seen nor it has heard all that the Lord has in store for Rama Woman Center. You are so passionate 
about this call and this vision that God has given you to support, encourage, and empower women. And I'm just so excited for that building that is coming, that center that is coming. God said that he will give you the desires of your heart. So just stay focused, my dear sister, stay focused. I will, I will. Thank you, Keith. Blessings, blessings. Absolutely. Listen, I don't know when it's coming, y'all, but I'm feeling this in my spirit because this child has put on conference after conference, workshop. Oh, you know that collab is coming. I don't mean to cut you off, but you want to know it's coming. (laughs) She dope, y'all. I never forget. I I was at the first one and then I I left and came myself, but I was at the first one and got a chance to speak with the ladies and things like that. She has put on about what? What's worthy? Six years? Worthy's 10 now. Worthy's 10. Yes. So COVID, I know the you know conferences are slow down, but technology is awesome, right? So we just gonna bless our real first conference was 2013. That's what okay. Yeah, Yeah, because I left in 2015. Yeah. So y'all, let's get ready. Look, let's get ready for the conference because it's coming. Um, and I'm sure when I get the information, we'll have Dr. Lakeisha back on with us. So you guys can get the information, figure out what's going on. Look, you got to fly in, whatever. That's Southern Retreat, Mr. Re- Reen. <laughs> what did you say? That's Southern re- Retreat. Hey, I feel oh. it. That's Southern Retreat now. I feel it. I feel it. Look, right COVID need to go away because we got things to do. You know what I'm saying? That Rhema Worthy. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. I yes. love it. I love it. Let's Women's Retreat. Down. Yes. yes, yes, yes. But Keith, I'm going to be mindful of your time. And again, thank you. And I love you, love you, love you to life. I love you too. Thank you so very much. Again, it's an honor and a privilege to be here on this platform today. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Glory and to I just pray that the women that are listening are blessed by something that was said. As ladies, y'all know, meet me here next Saturday, Saturday three o'clock. Yeah. We're going to do it again. I think yeah, next Saturday I have another guest for y'all. I'll, I'll drop it on Facebook. Y'all can see it on there. But another juggernaut. I'm excited about her next week and we'll do it again. Have a great Saturday, ladies. An awesome week. Kick down some doors and open some doors and walk through some doors in the name of Jesus. Happy Saturday, ladies. Have a good afternoon. Happy Saturday.